0: The anime watch long podcast for the hosts of Get Played. I'm self proclaimed steel fold out chair, Heather Ann Campbell.
1: I'm self proclaimed beast that shouted, I at the heart of the world, Nick Weiger. And I'm
2: self proclaimed, congratulations, manapodaka. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello, everyone.
0: And welcome back to Neon Genesis Evangelion on Get Animate. Guys, we made it to the end of the series. What a journey. Today's episodes are 25 and 26, and I've got a ton of quotes about Evangelion in general from Hideaki Anno that I'd love to include in today's, like, sort of, like, rundown. Uh, and I want to start with this. Um, in 1995, Hideaki Anno says, They say to live is to change. I started this production with the wish that once the production was complete, the world and the heroes would change. That was my true desire. I tried to include everything of myself in Neon Genesis Evangelion. Myself, a broken man who could do nothing for four years. A man who ran away for four years. One who was simply not dead. Then one thought you can't run away. Came to me and I restarted this production. It is a production where my only thought was to burn my feelings into film. I know my behavior was thoughtless, troublesome, and arrogant, but I tried. I don't know what the result would be. That's because within me, the story is not yet finished. I don't know what will happen to Shinji, Misato, or Rei. I don't know where life will take them because I don't know where life is taking the staff of the production. I feel that I'm being in resp- irresponsible. But it's only natural that we should synchronize ourselves with the world within the production. I've taken on a risk. It's just an imitation.
1: That's from. Calm bef- down, dude. Show's good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to love the. <laughs> I, have a, I have a quote later that's, that's yeah. fucking insane. I mean, it's great. It's great. The guy is so clearly an artist. Yes. Uh, yes. And Tortured these,
2: in his own yeah, way. Yeah.
0: These episodes do away with any of the constructs of like, oh, it being a science fiction show, or what? Well, it's just like, hey, I gotta, I gotta tell people some stuff, and I'm gonna do it right by putting my characters on a stage, having them interrogate themselves, and through that achieve the sort of inner, inner point of view that that the interior point of view about the events. Of the end of Evangelion film, which is a fucking wild thing to do. Interesting. Mm,
2: so that's that—that that, that sort of ties into one of my questions that I had overall about yeah. what we just watched. Yeah. Um, so to me, so yeah, that sort of it, it answers the question. My my question being, um, was the, they knew they were making a movie
0: before? Uh, no, no, no. Oh. They did not know they were going to make the movie. So they ended the show like this. Fascinating. They ended the show like this. And yeah, here's time for another quote. From uh, from uh, Anime Expo in California uh, after the series concludes, uh, Hideaki Anno is doing a Q&A. A few people ask Ano about why he did the final two episodes the way he did, while noting that they felt the ending was confusing. Ano replied via his translator that he did not think there was anything wrong with the last two episodes at all, and if we didn't like the ending of Evangelion that was our problem. At which point he picks up the microphone and speaking in English says, "Too bad." <laughs> okay <laughs> guy, I love this psycho he's <laughs> a fucking freak I love it
2: cause yeah that was I was sort of like I was watching this and I was like this is such a weird I mean obviously we're coming to this now however many years yeah. afterward like 25 years later or something yeah. right Yeah. Uh, and we have the benefit of having the full you know, picture of yeah. what it is. Uh, you yeah, know, we haven't seen sure. it all, but we have the full benefit of not waiting for you know week to week a new episode or whatever. Yeah, uh, so th- it's wild to me that episode twenty four ends with essentially the resolution of part of the story, right? Where um, the 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 final angel has been conquered. That to mm-hmm. me is like um, you know that's one of the threads leading yeah. to, uh, like, the, quote, end of the story. Right. And these two episodes are sort of like,
0: hey, all this was pretty crazy, right? This is some weird <laughs> stuff, huh? Well, so here's what's interesting about these two episodes is that it's clear to me, and it will be clear to you guys, mm-hmm. that it is literally the story being told in the film. and, yeah. And the there are images in these two episodes that are from the movie, But it was whether it, you know, some people were like, oh, they must have run out of money or or there there must have been some production question of like, oh, should we end it ambiguously? And then and then we can make this big budget film and capitalize on people wanting more. I really I subscribed to the idea from all these interviews that he was like, no, 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 we're telling it this way. They can infer the ending of the story through the characters because that's the most interesting part of Evangelion. It's almost like he was like, "Who? Why do we need to know what happens to the robots?"
3: Yeah, there. Yeah. It's
1: because the, the things that coexist here is it's like an existential threat against all of humanity. Yeah, but ultimately each character is concerned with the, with how other people perceive them yes. like ultimately ultimately each character just wants to be loved and yes. so it's like kind of like a reduction of like the real fear of humanity uh, at, at a base level is an individual being afraid of being alone, right? Yeah. It's like it's like yeah. kind of like so like, yeah, like, yeah, all of like the, the so so it it is a it is a, a kind of like an interesting reductionist way of like resolving this apocalyptic thread. But I also feel like having watched like I watched episode twenty five. And I was aware that that the that the I'd I'd heard like the the Evangelion ending is like wild and like it's you know it, I just had heard general things over the years from from other people without knowing any specifics. Um, I watched episode 25 and was kind of like, okay, so this is going to be like, this is like the artsy, sort of like, you know, deconstructed, you know, psychological profile of these characters episode. So that'll be it. And then 26, we're going to, the next episode, the final episode, we'll get the actual finale, some real narrative col- uh, like closure. But no, the next episode is even crazier.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and it heightens it.
1: And. I honestly loved it. I was like, "This is fucking awesome. This is a this is a really cool choice." But I would imagine contemporaneous audiences would be like, you know, uh, th- this show mentally to me invites so many comparisons to The Sopranos because they're both genre works that transcend the genres and yeah. also kind of represent the peaks of their respective forms. You know, yeah, uh, dramatic uh, uh, television and you know, an anime series, and. A, a, the The Sopranos finale was famously like, like people watched it. It was like, what the fuck is that? Like that, that was what that was nonsense. That was garbage. And then, you know, 20 years, it's, it hasn't quite been 20 years, but you know, however long removed from it, people now have come to appreciate it and be like, wait, that was kind of the perfect ending for that. And, yeah. and I'm curious, like is, has the Evangelion discourse been similar regarding the ending or is the ending still controversial?
0: Well, I think that the Evangelion fandom is, has, uh, S- s- fractured itself uh into all of these different camps of interpretation and i have a mm. quote about this wow uh which was from 1996 hidey in and new type magazine writes or says lately due to the ending of episodes 25 and 26 some people started watching evangelion so people's exposure to the show starts with 25 and 26 and they're like whoa what is this They're not anime fans. In fact, many of them are women, and they tell me they really enjoyed episode 25, objectively. But most anime fans are furious. I understand their Mm. anger. I can't help laughing when hardcore anime fans say that we did a very lousy job with intentional negligence. No, we didn't. No staff members did a lousy job. I feel sad that those fans couldn't see our efforts. Personally, I think the original TV version we showed ended beautifully. He continues... Sorry if this is a lot of, lot of quotes, but no, I, I, was I, great. I prepped. Evangelion is like a puzzle, you know? Any person can see it and give his or her own answer. In other words, we're offering viewers to think by themselves so that each person can imagine his or her own world. We will never offer the answers, even in the theatrical version. As for many Evangelion viewers, they may expect us to provide the all-about-Evangelion manuals, but there is no such thing. Don't expect to get answers by someone. Don't expect to be catered to all the time. We all have to find our own answers. Like, there is a, a continuity of resentment from both Hideaki Anno and his mentor, Miyazaki, towards people who watch anime. And a lot of the things that, that Anno ta- has talked about in the last, like, 20 years since this came out is that Anime needs to release people back into the real world. And he thought to some degree that he was achieving that in these two episodes mm-hmm. where it was like, okay, the anime's over, so think about yourselves. Like, what do you, you what well, how are you engaging with with yourself and with other people? Like, what's what's your takeaway about like what the experience of life is? And instead, I think it just made people. Hyper fixated, myself included, on Evangelion. Like, I Hmm, never fucking stopped Hmm. watching this show, and that was the opposite of what he wanted. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh, One more, one more quote from him about that. Anno commented in various interviews after the conclusion of the series that quote, "Anime fans need to have more self respect." and, quote, come back to reality. In a New Type interview on 10th of May after the announcement on 26th of, a, uh, of April of a new movie and re-edited versions of the TV series, he also stated that computer networking is graffiti on toilet walls. <laughs> 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 this, I mean, I guess... Mean,
1: this. Yeah, mirrors my thoughts on podcast fans. I guess.
2: Like, <laughs> I so gonna, I kind of get really, it. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but uh, I guess uh, didn't want to say it because I love our fans.
0: <laughs> That's why we do it. Yeah, we I do think, it for you. I I think the truth is life is life is a fucking impossible puzzle, and however yes. you can get through it, yes. good luck. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, it's,
1: it's no, it's 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 true. It's like there's there's a there's a meta point of just like the. Yeah, the dissatisfaction you feel at the, cl- the the finale is like, you know, it it kind of makes you revout like try to evaluate your own purpose. You know, yeah. ideally, I think that there was some level. That's what he was going for. What were you about to say, Matt?
2: I think that no, that's what you just said. I think that's funny. That's like, uh you know, you invest so much time in watching the show and enjoying the yeah. show. uh And then the last two episodes of the show are like, so why do you like this? What's your fucking yeah. problem? <laughs> What the hell's the matter with you? You like this? <laughs> That's so funny. Like, because uh, like, again, yeah, this was like I didn't, I had no idea. I didn't know yeah. that it was going to end like this. Um, and you know, of, of course, it doesn't end right because there's a movie. Yeah, um, the movie,
0: the movie, to, to some degree. Yeah, uh, the movie literally lines up as a narrative telling of the events of these two episodes. Okay, complete with. And I mean, this isn't a spoiler, complete with episode breaks.
2: Oh, cool! That's yeah, cool. so um, that it,
0: so that you can be like, oh, this is this episode, and this is sort of that episode, kind and, of.
2: And I would, I would assume there's also added narrative, like to it. Yeah, no, for, I'm, I'm, I'm to gonna, make it yeah. feature length. Oh, you're um, gonna,
0: you're gonna, you're gonna eat this shit up, guys! Oh, I can't fucking wait, boy! I can't I, fucking wait
2: because you know, I, I. I I, I mean, I thought it was an interesting artistic ending. I wasn't like dissatisfied by it. There are some things that I have huge questions about that are sort of lightly answered um, in in the episodes that we saw. Um, but there's sort of like big picturey things that maybe after discussing the episodes, uh, I'll either understand a little bit more or um, can ask about uh, afterward. The uh, the two titles
1: of this episode, yeah. A world that's ending.
0: 25.
1: A world that's ending, and also, do you love me? So you know, again, it's just like it's what the it's thematically what at least this episode, this first episode is. It, I think both of these episodes are are very much about, which is just like that tension between, uh, you know, the 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 stakes of the series and the stakes of their reality, and then also like their individual. You know the the stakes to the individual and what they what they really prioritize for themselves, and 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 so much of that is exploring you know the 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 sense of purpose they have, the guilt they feel for their actions, and you know the, that that their their fears of how they're perceived about by the other characters, um, and you know that's through Shinji primarily, but it's but it's like really all of the primary characters are profiled in these in these two episodes
0: and that's because in the in the narrative sense of what's happening is depending on the translation that you've watched human instrumentality project gendo's goal for the entire series is finally achieved in episodes 25 and 26 what that is isn't really told to us because we are stuck inside of the point of view of the main character uh but there's Also, something interesting about the translation of instrumentality itself, which is that my very, very, very first exposure to Evangelion, it wasn't called instrumentality. It was called Mm. uh, completement, I think, Mm. in my first uh, fan sub. Uh, And that's because as I uh, am here on the Eva fandom website, um, in English, instrumentality is a reference to Instrumentality of Mankind, the book, uh, from Code... or. Cord Wainer-Smith's sci-fi novels. The Instrumentality of Mankind is like a pervasive theme throughout all of these things about like a, a, a governing body of, mm-hmm. of, uh, of people. In the original Japanese, it's referred to as Hokan. Ho translates as to supplement, supply, make good, uh, and kan to perfect, complete, and end. Uh, so the translation literally is completion, what was hmm. it on Netflix? Because I didn't watch the Netflix subtitling of these episodes. Uh,
1: I believe in both in in both the Netflix and in the uh, the other subtitles that I watched uh, the, the which I believe was the DVD translation. Uh, the in both of those versions, it was instrumentality throughout. Hmm. Yeah. Well,
0: instrumentality kind of doesn't. I I don't think it, like completion is because it was my first exposure to Eva is the word that I use for, for this thought. And I think it's right. I think it's the right feeling.
1: Yeah. Maybe one of those things where there's just not an exact English word to convey what's in the, the original text. I, I it's, it's interesting because, you know, it's obviously intentionally ambiguous what's happening in these episodes and what the outcome of the human instrumentality project is, you know, we'll we'll, we'll maybe get some maybe or maybe won't get some more uh information on that in uh the uh the, the movie which we'll be covering on our next episode of the podcast. But I I think there seems to be some pretty clear implication that there is some sort of merging of consciousness, possibly with the angels or whatever the source of the angels were, because when we see the angels invade the, you know, the consciousness of the uh, of Shinji and Rei and Asuka in previous episodes, uh, it, it's 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 very similar internally to what's going on with with them to what we're seeing depicted in this episode and and yeah. in the next episode.
0: Yeah. So it's, I guess it's, we can walk through these episodes. I don't know how satisfying that will be. Like the episode 25 is Shinji being interrogated by sort of like an off-screen presence. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they ask, like it's, the the episode is right after he's killed Kaworu, which is also where the movie begins, literally that moment. Uh, And uh, he's asked for his reason for piloting the Evangelion, uh, and sort of is like uh, it's cuz i that's everyone's telling me to do that uh and instead this presence tells him he's lying and it is uh, evoked through the through the form of Asuka. uh yes. and then we deconstruct Asuka uh and why she pilots the eva and she uh she says effectively that um she's forced to pilot it and that she pilots it for the praise of other people, but specifically for herself, like that her pride is a, as a being is tethered to the idea that her identity is I pilot and Eva. So for all the characters in Evangelion, holy shit, am I an Asuka? Because it, it, when I, when I am in between jobs, I'm like, I, I don't exist. Mm, I'm nothing. Yeah. I've got, no, I'm a podcaster.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Worse than nothing. <laughs> uh, the I, I mean, like, I, I, yes, I, I also think that there is something in and in, in the vessel of Asuka, you know, having forcing Shinji to make this this realization, uh, this personal assessment, and then Asuka herself going through it to like like to me, to me, it was like it seemed like kind of a parallel of like the intent was that that Shinji and Shinji sa- says he's doing it for a different reason, but it's just there. He's it's the same reason. They all have yeah. the same reason. They're all yeah. trying to get that. They all want others to love them. They all want the yeah. praise of others, and that's what fundamentally why they're, why they're doing what they're doing.
0: So theoretically, these two scenes happen prior to the instrumentality. These are just vignettes of experiences and, and uh, psychological deconstructions of these two characters. It isn't until Gendo approaches Ray and it's like hey it's time to go do instrumentality that we actually get into instrumentality and that's and he says he says that uh all the minds and souls will become one everyone will achieve peace and that's the goal of the project is to merge everyone
3: mm-hmm.
0: great okay cool yeah but but <laughs> i guess
2: So that's what he's been trying to do this whole time. He's been trying to do this. This is the thing that he's been working toward uh, in in opposition to whatever Seal's plan for all this has been too, right?
0: Yes, but he's doing it for... So Seal wants to do it one way. He wants to do it a different way. And that's because he specifically has a goal that he wants to achieve when he re-merges all the souls together.
2: Yes, Mm. and I mean, I guess I don't want to get too ahead... So I mean, it, but his it, do do we by the end of this do we understand his goal? Do you understand his goal at the end of this? Like, is it clear to the viewer what his goal is? I guess is what I'm to
0: me. Wait, to you, is it clear to you? Yeah, You're do a I understand?
2: <laughs> I don't know. What do <laughs> <what are> you? <laughs> I guess I'm like Shinji. Just like tell me, like what yeah. I. Eat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I guess I'll, I'll know if I know, uh, when we get to the end, uh, of this, if I understand completely what his goal is. Cause I think I Great. do.
0: Um, but it's, it's made pretty explicit in the film. Okay. Cause I'm also so, like, like, what's yeah.
2: the, do we under, do we find out why he had the fucking hand?
0: Yeah. Again, I'll, the, the, I feel like, I feel like you're going to be real satisfied by the movie.
2: Okay. I can't fucking wait. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, cause look. You guys don't know this about me right now, okay? Because I'm sitting in a, uh, I, I, we're all in different spaces. Yeah. Yes. I'm radiating excitement. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm also excited to read. You know the, the only I think I've said this on the podcast before. The only movie poster I have in my office is mm-hmm. the end of Evangelion original release poster for when it was, <laughs> for when it was released on video, because wow. that was my, it's a Japanese poster that I got in the, in like 1998 uh, wow. at an anime expo or 1997. Um, and it's one of my most treasured possessions. And I rewatching Eva every year. I, can't, I The part I look forward, I, I look forward to so much of it. Mm-hmm. But like knowing that the movie is coming gets me so hyped up. Okay, I can't fucking wait. All right, uh,
2: I have a couple This'll of movie posters too: uh, Scarface, uh, Boondock Saints, Hell yeah, uh, The Big Lebowski. Um, <laughs> just you know, dudes rock.
1: Yeah, that that's awesome. Yeah, can I can I visit your dorm?
2: Yeah, hell yeah, dude, you can. Uh, okay. Also, I have this freaking uh, blacklight poster. That's sick. Do you have a GameCube? You can play some. <laughs> some some melee? Yeah, we can play melee, but I call oh, it Kirby. That's fucking awesome. Oh fuck.
0: So <laughs> So after Gendo announces it's time for instrumentality, we we return mm-hmm. to Misato and we return to sort of like her point of view. Um and there's a concept here about how you are yourself, but you are also A version of yourself that's in the mind of another person and that those two people are never going to be the same person like Mm -hmm. the person that you guys think i am isn't an an alien to me and that i the person that i think i am will never be available to you yeah and Mm -hmm. that's a really i love that as sort of like a way to like like what the condition of being alive is
2: yeah who Um, you think i am is correct (laughs) <laughs> it's uh, I'm, yeah. It's all there with Matt.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you get it. Yeah.
1: I, I'm. I and I, 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 I. We'll we'll keep it uh, on focused on Eva. But you know, I'm reading the Spy X Family manga, uh, and it's all that same sort of. It, it's it's thematically very very similar. The idea of like your own self and what you project to others, even your the close, closest to you, are like different things. And that, yeah. that we all have a self that only we know. And it's it's like, a, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's a it, it's it's very true. And I feel like you don't see that ex, uh, explored dramatically as as it's certainly in this degree of depth. Yeah, usually.
0: Uh, yeah, anime and manga is so fucking good. Um, so we see Misato sort of like being exposed in a more adult way to Shinji. Uh, he, I think he he watches her have sex with Kaji in this like merging of souls experience mm-hmm. um, and judges her a little bit for, for the kind of person she is. Uh, Masato admits that she's always running away from everybody because she considers herself impure or tarnished. Uh, we see Asuka's mind sort of deconstructed again. Uh, Shinji asks her like, hey, what do you want in life? And she's like, I want to live by myself. I don't want to cry anymore. But then she remembers her mother dying and how her mother was smiling when she hung herself. Jeez, and that, yeah. that makes Asuka upset and realize that she doesn't want to die or disappear. She hates everyone, but she hates also being alone. That like her drive is mm-hmm. to connect, but she can't connect with anyone because of this unaddressed trauma. Um, and... Uh... Shinji is sort of in this final sequence is uh is at, is told that he has the power uh to determine fate. You know, whether he wants to live or die depends on on him because he's he's wished for a world of absolute carnage. Um and Shinji Shinji's like I would love to save people but nobody ever has saved me and uh That perhaps the only way that he can feel safe is to close off the world and and protect himself, and that's sort of the end of the episode.
1: Yeah, and and do we do we touch on the Raven yet? There's also a little. There's also a section with Ray. We did
0: not. We did not touch on the Ray. It's earlier. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and that's and that's you know like like she's like the most literal version of the idea of, of multiple selves existing because there are multiple rays and mm-hmm. then and yeah. she's interacting with them and she's the one who's most you know adrift in terms of like her own identity. Uh, but like that's like it's it's like the ray interaction. It's like from that point, I think narratively, what's going on is that 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 the the human instrumentality project like kicks in. Right. At that point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That Ray is a Ray that Ray when she's interrogating herself is like, all I am is, is something that Gendo created and, and I will be used by him and then abandoned. And, uh, and that's it. That's why I exist. Um, and then Gendo shows up and it's like, all right, Ray, let's do this. Like he's standing in front of her, her like fold out chair. And he's like, let's go and and then hum- and then i think on screen it says human instrumentality begins um, yeah i Cause, don't know cuz that ties into choice. the
2: idea too that like uh what we were saying earlier about how um the, the idea that whoever you are is different than whoever you, uh, somebody else sees you. Right. Ray is the embodiment of that idea because her personality is built upon what people think about her and how they treat her anyway. So she's just like, okay, she's sort of like the singular idea of that where, um, her whole, her whole being is shaped by how other people see her, uh, and, and, and interact with her. Um, I guess, I have a question about Ray. Yeah. Why? Like, I mean, it's not a hundred percent clear to me why they made her or why there had to be so many. I get why there had to be, I guess I do understand why there had to be so many in the event that one died. Right. That's like sort of like a base level, like why, Mm -hmm. but I guess I don't fully understand why she was made.
1: I think there's and and I'm I'm sure there's been some critical analysis and speculation on this point, but I I think to me it ties in with we never see any sort of internality really of Gendo, mm-hmm. and I wonder if like that I I like to me that feels like at, at least what at least at least my reading of that was that. It's because Gendo is like a true psychopath. It's because Gendo likes Gendo's (laughs) internal, like his internal, you know, motivation is the clearest of anyone because all because he's completely self-driven. He's completely self-motivated. There's no ambiguity in terms of who his sense of self and what he wants. What he wants is 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 purely selfish. And I I would imagine like, you know, he 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 coveted his ex-wife originally or his dead wife originally for, you know. Uh, it 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 seemed to be career achievement more than anything in mm-hmm. that origin and and it it, it it's I, I don't know i mean it seems seems like he's it's it's like the it's like the 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 furthest you can go in terms of like using a person, right? It's like now I don't like like you don't even have your own sense of self anymore. Like I own who you are, and I can replicate you and and make you do what you make your form, you know, do whatever I want yeah. for my own selfish means. Well,
2: and 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 to that point too, it's like I mean, we've heard people say this about Ray that mm-hmm. she looks like Yui, right? Yeah, uh, right, and so um in in the in the flashback episodes that we saw uh where we saw yui uh, as a presence um even within uh nerve um she was like it, it felt like she was on board with what gendo was doing so in my mind i guess am i to infer that uh she knew what gendo's plan was for um instrumentality um and was like on board with how he was able to or you know what he was uh, willing to do to achieve it uh which is then why she was in the uh, initial experiment which could be seen as like phase 1 of that plan uh and then he makes ray as you know perhaps a clone of yui uh so when they need so when they need to do it again they can do it again well, yeah she's clearly a clone of yeah. yui right yeah. yeah
0: she's she is a, she's a clone of yui and her DNA has been combined with another another being. Mm-hmm. So she's part Yui part something else. I think it's already been a- answered in the series, but I'm not sure. And I don't want to spoil it if it's if that's not yeah. clear yet. Uh, but I do I actually not actually have think- it in the
1: wiki here. What uh, it says she's part Yui. Uh, she's a little bit country and she's a little bit rock and roll. So I think that's...
2: I also... I have a stat here that says that she's actually 50% angel and 50% devil. (laughs) Hashtag Cupid Psycho. But she's part angel, right? Like, she's part Adam.
0: When people... No. No. She's not not part Adam. Okay. When people watch our recording, when they finally... When they watch... Because Twitch happened happens tonight in theory right yes when this
2: episode yes. drops we'll be on twitch later that evening yes
0: they're they're twitch. gonna TV see a woman broken that's what they're gonna see
2: <laughs> but maybe maybe nick and i'll be on our best behavior <laughs> Well, well be good they're, boys. They're,
0: they're, there's no point of, the, of televising it. That's what they're—that's what they're there for. i are what will be a good
2: little boy next week. Yeah, we'll be good. They want to watch we'll my
0: happy. instrumentality sequence. Is what they want. <laughs> 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 okay, so I'll do a little more
2: thinking about what Ray could also be yeah. partly. But um, it'll, it'll be yeah.
0: crystal clear to you this weekend when we watch the movie. Okay. Which is okay. last weekend for those of you listening here. Yes. Anyway, mm. let's go to the next episode, which is uh, the two titles are The Beast That Shouted Love at the Heart of the World. And title two is Take Care of Yourself. Uh, we begin by Instrumentality Continues. And we're just going to see it through Shinji's point of view. Um, boy, how do we, so, so this is an episode where Shinji is faced with a bunch of different choices and those Mm -hmm. choices are presented to him as like, what do you want? Mm
2: -hmm. Like
0: it's straightforward from, from the text on screen and also multiple characters. Like, uh, Ayanami, Ayanami asks him, what are you alive for? Who are you living for? Are you happy? Asuka says, uh, you know, I think I'm happy. Misato says, I only like doing what I enjoy. Uh, But Shinji, Shinji's like, the only thing I live, he lives in response. Like, he hates suffering, and that's why he does everything. Like, he's like an avoidant personality. Um, And because he's constantly running away from suffering, this concept of I mustn't run away is the... Um, diametrically opposed force in his life. I can't run away because that's cowardice. I have to run away because I hate living and I hate relating to people. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, man, I mean, like, by the, (laughs) this episode eventually just deconstructs animation itself. Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, we're seeing concept art and and taped together images. It's, 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 yeah, and like a collage it, like
2: sort of like behind an outline of Shinji. Yeah. And
1: actual photographs at a certain point. So yeah. like yeah. we're just seeing like so it's just it's 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 pointedly saying, hey, this is a this is a this is a TV show, this is a work of fiction, these mm-hmm. characters are drawings.
2: It's like yeah. really trying to hammer that home. I did have yeah. a question about that, this whole mm-hmm. sequence actually. Yeah. What do you think he was smoking? <laughs> I don't know, but I want some. Give me some of that.
1: Smoke it in your dorm room. Honestly, I'm
0: not. I'm not a a pot person. Yeah. Uh But but if this is what pot did, I'd smoke it every day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My experience, it just makes you very afraid. (laughs) (laughs) So when we when we when. (laughs) <laughs> when it's presented to us hey this is a fucking anime here's mm-hmm. the production schedule here's scripts here's uh like there's por- portions where you're just seeing the screenplay on screen mm-hmm. well, is,
1: is that because because be because you know i was looking at that and it's it's it, it you know it's all a, it, it's it's japanese language and yeah. so and it and it's presented in like columns which i guess i you know i don't know if that's how a japanese script is script yes. reads but like Like I was like I was trying to I was trying to divine like what is that is that something from the reality of Eva or is that something from production But it sounds like you're saying it's it's part of production No it's
0: it's fully production Like the Mm. the the, this episode with it with constantly referring to Shinji on a stage uh, and and also showing the making of anime is basically saying these are not questions for characters These are questions for you the audience Mm -hmm. This is a construct Stop caring about the construct and start asking yourself how do I live, why do I live, and how can I move forward? Um an attempt by Anno to make like to for takeoff for like, oh here's your launch pad, head out into the world with armed with a better sense of self. Mm-hmm. Again, backfired on me personally. I just became <laughs> <laughs> like a like a like a full blown it's been twenty years that I've been watching this show. Yeah. Um. All right. So, sh- when when Shinji becomes a pencil sketch, because they they remove like his coloring and then finally his line art, and he becomes a pencil sketch, and he's like, "This is the experience of what it is to be nothing. This is instrumentality's like free form floating, like yeah. feeling."
1: Um, oh no! Who, here comes the next angel, an eraser.
2: <laughs> oh no, get that white out away from me,
0: so moving forward <laughs> so. so so Shinji is floating and he's like, it's free, but it feels unsettling. And so his yes. father's voice is like, well, then I'll give you a restriction. And he creates a a horizontal line on screen, like a tech savory cartoon, uh, so that he has so that Shinji has a concept of the definition between sky and ground. Um and he's Shinji has sacrificed freedom in order f- to create identity because freedom doesn't allow you to have identity because identity is a system of rejection. Like how do you define yourself is in part shaped by how the rest of the world feels to you. All of the minor Mm -hmm. rejections of experiencing life. Um, But those experiences don't have to be negative. They can also be positive. Mm -hmm. For example, sometimes it's raining and you think it's sad but as the episode says, you can also think of a rainy day as nice. Yeah, yeah, you yeah know? absolutely. Shirley
2: Manson does. <laughs> Some people like to sing in it. Mm-hmm. The I can't, the I can't,
0: I can't wait till we find something that you guys care about. I'm just gonna I'm <laughs> gonna like I have so much. Bile just yeah. stored up. Now, I'm gonna be like you know. the Dilophosaurus in Jurassic Park, just venom <laughs> spitting at you guys.
2: That would require either of us to be sincere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: no, that is yeah. I, I think that's interesting. Um, I, I had a point and I lost it.
0: So uh, I af- yeah. It, what gone? So after after Shinji is like told, hey you can have any experience that you want based on how you perceive the things that you are experiencing. He's like, well, you mean like I can look at life an entirely different way. And we hard cut to like a totally different, like playful afternoon style of animation Mm -hmm. where Shinji and everybody he knows are in an alternate reality. That is like sort of a dramatization of the possibility of experiencing a good life. Right. He's like, Asuka's there, and she's like teasing him, and Ray is there, and 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 Misato's the teacher, and it's lots of fun. And Shinji's like, this is fake, but you can change so much just by looking through a different perspective. Yeah. And if I can look at the world differently, then I can look at myself differently. I mm-hmm. don't have to think that I'm hated, which is his, his overarching perception of the world is that everybody hates him yeah
2: and there was that sequence where he's looking at a phone yeah and the phone is every voice of everyone he's ever met being like i fucking hate you (laughs) which is weird because that's also
0: how my voice messages go it's like every (laughs) every time i like any so so once Shiji arrives at this idea that you can that reality is something that you that you have a a relationship with. Mm-hmm. It is both objective truth but it's also subjective truth that you are engaging. He's like, "Okay, well then I guess I want to live." The screen itself starts to crack. And Shinji's like, "I want to be me. I want to I want to be here and and live." And then everything shatters. The world is revealed as like a a barren moon. And all of the main characters of the show say congratulations to Shinji, celebrating the fact that he has decided to exist and to change perspectives and to engage as opposed to just fucking off and, and letting everything go. And then, we um, had, oh, we also get like a, a, a plate on screen that says, yes uh, to my father, thank you, to my mother, farewell, and to all the children, congratulations.
1: I interpret that as to all the children of the world, but I guess that could also be to uh, to all the to the children who were you know piloting the EVAs. I don't.
0: know. I mean, it could be either. Could be. I guess
1: it could be both. It. I. I, I think it's like you know. So. So you talked about how he goes in this alternate reality. Yeah. That in itself, though, what he's experiencing is like a genre. Like what he's experiencing yes. is like he's in like a romance anime. He's in like yeah. a light, light sex comedy. You know, uh, it's it's kind of a romp. There's a point where Ray falls down. Like Ray's the new the new transfer student, she falls down, and he like sees under her dress, and like and then is is talking about it. You know, with his classmates, um, and uh, gets scolded by the class rep. Like it's like it's all the sort of beats that you would see in right. like a. Yeah. And and like a romance anime, um, and so there's there's something to to just also like his ideal version. Well, it's like his ideal version is like a is like a fictional representation, right? It's yeah. like it's like the tropes of fiction. It's not actual reality. Uh, but but I'm sure that's also supposed to be a meta comment on the viewer and how like their what they yeah. how they when they how they watch anime and how they perceive you know. Like it's almost like making you more aware that the evil Evangelion you've just watched was an anime by by having these characters exist in another uh, version of these anime tropes in another sort of subgenre. I, I guess in a larger sense, like this is like the these two episodes paired. I was just like I kind of had that feeling of like. I think I'm not, I'm like dumber than I think. Like it just like some, like it just makes me feel dumb. <laughs>
0: no,
1: I think no, like I get no. this is trying to say things, but also I'm like too dumb to get some of it, you no, know? No,
0: no, 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 uh, no.
1: But it's good, but I like, I like it. I'm just like, a, I feel kind of dumb at times.
0: No, 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 no. So the, and I don't mean to be like, you're dumber than you think by saying what mm-hmm. I'm going to say. The, this is, n- there's, I think that a lot of these ideas are, are ex are are excellent but simple ideas poorly poorly shown to the audience. Mm-hmm. Like they they are forced. If if anime is a screen like a screen door, and you're trying to push a waffle through it, it's going to come out as a mess on the other side. And your intention might be there, and you might be able to insinuate that it's a waffle, but really it's just going to be like mush, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's sort of often the limitations of like visual media in general, but specifically anime, the budgetary concerns of anime and also the cultural bridge that we have to cross in order to get to anime. Cause you know, in fucking like in America, you're, you're taught if you're not the best person in the class, then you're a piece of shit. And that isn't taught to other people, but we carry that baggage in everything that we watch when we see a classroom. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There are other cultures. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right, there are other cultures where, like, there's the I think it's a, there's a Swedish value for just like the like the goal, the idea, of, the ideal of mediocrity, the ideal yeah. of being perfectly average and being perfectly yeah. normal, and that's just not yeah. American at all. Yeah, there's also Ho- like Holland
0: I- is the same way. By the way, like in in Holland, if you are above average, it's cringy. Like they're like, oh, what are you trying to be special? right yeah
2: <laughs> i gotta move to the netherlands it sounds yeah, like that sounds great <laughs> sounds like my king vibe. There. <laughs> the the uh there's also like and and i think it might
1: this might because I, I i also don't know what the what the perception of was by japanese audiences like was was the contemporaneous reception where people were kind of like disappointed and confused and some of that still lingering is that was that western audiences only or were japanese audiences, oh, no, similar it's japanese so audiences okay
0: as well in i i would i would there are things that I've read over the years where people were enraged. Like, wow. Like, the sort of, the, the way that The Last Jedi asked questions of the audience mm-hmm. and people were like, fuck you,
3: mm-hmm. fuck yeah. this
0: movie, in yeah, the same way, like, <laughs> <laughs> in the same way, like Eva being like, ah, what if we tell the ending this way? People, like, had felt so entitled to sure. a narrative style ending that this was like not only a scene as a disappointment, it was seen as a failure. Um, and honestly, the movie addresses that. Like it's not as with everything in Evangelion, like the the context of the movie's creation is addressed inside of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have a really long quote here. From Idiakiano, from post-production of Evangelion, the TV series that I want to share, but Mm. it's a long one. Okay, go off. All right. (laughs) After the television broadcast finished, I became worse and worse, and I went to see a doctor. I seriously contemplated death. It was like I was empty, with no meaning to my existence. Without the slightest exaggeration, I had put everything I had into Evangelion. Really. After that finished I realized there was nothing left inside me. When I asked the doctor about it afterwards he said, "Ah, that's an identity crisis. It's self-collapse." It was a sensation as though I had taken something like extremely bad L- LSD. I was told, "It's amazing you were able to do this without medic do this to yourself without medication." In order to determine whether or not I really wanted to die, I went up to the rooftop of this, the Gynax building, and stuck my foot out, waiting to lose my balance and fall forward. I did it to personally determine whether I wanted to live or die, thinking if I really want to die, I should die here. And if I don't want to die, I'll step back. Well, it didn't lead to my death, and so I'm still here. There's so much more. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) At first I was manic, but I rapidly developed a severe depression. I wouldn't leave my office at work. I would leave only to use the bathroom and would almost never eat meals a dilemma suddenly arose. I didn't want to encounter other people and yet I did want to encounter other people. I don't return home at the end of the day because the time and effort spent returning home is bothersome. I just stay overnight here all the time. I don't want to return home for more than a few times every year. At work, when I go to the bathroom, I go across the studio, I have to encounter people. I just wanted to think by myself so I returned home for the first time in many months. My bed is never made. There's nothing to do but crawl into it. When I take off my clothes and lay down, I can't put it any other way than being extraordinarily terrifying and having terrifying thoughts. I had the sensation like my whole body was enveloped in such thoughts. And when I was enveloped by this, I suddenly leapt on my feet in a panic state, threw out my clothes, grabbed my bag, went out into the street screaming taxi, went back to work. I went back to my office and my workplace and slept there. This is my identity crisis. I don't have the feeling that I want to die or anything like that. There's nothing I can say to explain things. On the other hand, that was how seriously I took Evangelion. Wow. I think. Yeah. Being, I I think that something happens to people who are creative when they create something great. It's, it fucking ruins them. Like, Hmm. You, you, the The idea of the sophomore slump, or your your second mm-hmm. album, or your second movie, or whatever, there's like, from that point forward, there is that's the lens through which you are judged, and any other attempt at creativity is going to be, not is this good or bad, or is it it it's is it better or worse than Evangelion? Yes, and sure. that sucks.
1: Uh Joseph Heller, who wrote Catch Twenty Two had a uh, very I, I just remember like a like a like quote I really liked about this is that he wrote Catch 22 I think pretty early in his career and he we would always get get asked the question like you know what does it feel like to like you've ne- like that to a peak that early what does it feel like to have never written anything uh as good as Catch 22 and he would say well who has and it was just kind of like a very like it was Hell like very yes. very very arrogant, but also like very like a aw- like self aware of like oddly self aware is like you know what like yes this is maybe a was a once in a lifetime accomplishment and maybe I'll never top it again, but you know what that's something I can hang my hat on. Yeah. Um. But I but I imagine it fucking devastates a lot of people, and you know. Uh, God willing, one of us someday will 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 create something. I I know we have within uh within us the ability to create something that's, you know uh fucking uh 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 great. But like, who knows what that does to you psychologically? I yeah. imagine it's 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 got to be difficult to have that those expectations just on your shoulders. I've been handling
2: out. it really fine. <laughs> 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 it's actually really easy. Um. No, yeah, that is that is an interesting concept because, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, like, what do you do? Like, the idea, like, I, I, I don't know why I've just been sitting here thinking about this. The idea that Steven Spielberg was like, you know what, I'm gonna make another movie after Jaws this is the most insane thing I can think of. But <laughs> like, then, then he also like is somebody with has a, an insane output and a lot of bangers. Like, he's like he's like uh, pretty consistent. Uh, you know, uh, there's some some duds. But like everyone's gonna have a dud, uh, you know, every now and then. Um,
0: I th- I think it's also a theme that's explored by Jordan Peele in Nope, yes, which is sure. Like his production company is called Monkey Paw. Like it's about like that short the 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 story, the horror idea that you wish for something and you get the worst version of it. Yes, and wishing to be a a a a director of horror movies mm-hmm. is a monkey's paw where then that's what's expected of you.
3: Yes. And like right.
0: that that's it. And that's sort of what Nope is about in a metatextual way. It's like, well, you have to create this giant spectacle and you have to shoot it so that everybody loves it. Otherwise mm-hmm. nobody will believe in you anymore. And that's like, a cr- that's a crazy, what a wild thing that all of us are trying so hard to do a thing that if we got would probably ruin our lives. Yeah. 100%, all yeah. over.
1: Uh you guys don't know uh, don't don't follow the NBA but I do and and there's this uh, this player Kevin Durant who is a f- fascinating guy. Uh but he is super online. He's like maybe like the he's like one of the best uh, like NBA players of all time and he's also probably the single most online NBA player. Or maybe the <laughs> most single most online athlete. Like he engages with every Twitter reply. He's just like is constantly wow. going back and forth with everybody. And he is like, you know, he's one MVP of the league. He's won finals MVP twice. He's won multiple championships, but he's just always been dogged by like feelings of inadequacy and people like, like, and, and it's just like, like people will just, co- will come at him and he will rep- like, he can't resist replying to them, engaging with them and like, like getting, getting sucked into like, you know, rock fights with random trolls. And I think it's the same sort of thing. It's just like, you can't, it, it's it, like like one in fi- like like fifteen players out of the thousands uh, that have ever played professional basketball professionally, and the the you know the millions who have ever played it. Period are as good as Kevin Durant, and he still is like dealing with just like I I want I I don't like it when people are mean to me, and I just want <laughs> yeah. everyone to like me, you know. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's 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 a it's a fascinating thing. Like you, you uh, I I have a this is a little bit of a tangent, but I actually have a quote a, as well. Oh, I wow. have this book, um, uh, anime by Susan J Napier. Oh. This, uh, uh, this is an American professor who is a uh, uh, was one of the earlier anime scholars, and uh, this was published in the. Uh, this edition was published in 2005, but the original edition was published earlier than that. And so like at large, it's like an interesting kind of critical analysis of a lot of anime, but it mostly, you know, deals with 20th century works. But it talks about Evangelion a little bit, and it talks about the final episode some. um Here's the here's the section. Having come to the ultimate and identity deconstruction, Shinji then has a surreal version – Of a surreal vision of an alternate anime universe, a self-reflexive version of an animated high school sex comedy that proves to him that there are many possible directions his anime life could go in. With this knowledge, he appears ready to begin rebuilding his life and states, I see that I can exist without being an EVA pilot. Looking at the final episode, unironically, Shinji's story is, in a sense, a coming-of-age drama as much as that of Luke Skywalker or the protagonists of more conventional mecha. Mm. Indeed, critic Endo Toru sees the final episode as an explicitly sexual coming-of-age in which Shinji, through the interrogation of his personas of the personas of his fellow female combatants in his mind, ultimately is able to separate from his dead mother and move on to a more adult sexuality. Uh, which is an interesting interpretation, and then there's a, uh, there's a little bit more on this uh, that I'll skip ahead to. The very ubiquitousness and popularity of the mecha genre makes Evangelion in general and this final episode in particular peculiarly jarring. Though Shinji through Shinji's self questioning, the viewer is insistently reminded of the fundamental worthlessness of the power derived from the mechanical armor, thus undermining the whole basis of the mecha genre. And uh, uh, and then the concluding sentence here conclusion sense here in the solipsistic world of Evangelion, Mecca are finally unimportant except as a means to know the self even the human body is less important than the mind that creates its own reality which I I think it is mm-hmm. like like it's you know the the we haven't we haven't necessarily talked about that directly but like yeah this is a mecha anime and we're not dealing with the mecha at all in the in the in the finale you know may, maybe the movie I, I the movie I imagine it is is gonna deal with that some but it's like I do like the conclusion that, the yes, there's the, that it, it fundamentally this this gigantic, you know, this this arsenal of weaponry, um, uh, these powerful world killers are are like nothing. Like it's just it's just the the inhabitants inside of them that have any sort of value.
2: The idea that I mean, because it is it is a mecha anime and mm. obviously we see them a lot, but. They were made for a specific reason, right? Like the the Evas were made and created to uh, attack and fight angels, and now all the angels have been destroyed. Mm-hmm. So they're sort of like that's kind of an interesting thought too. To be like, well, we don't need this anymore because the number one threat we invented these for for uh, it no longer exists.
0: Well, it's also to to speak to what that that excerpt you read, Nick.
2: Mm-hmm. This is
0: a mecha anime where there are no mechs. Like when the Evas are stripped of their of their bindings, they look like people underneath. Yes. They right. have like yeah. hands and skin and fingernails and, and 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 teeth. Yuck. Right? Yeah. Uh and that that was not that robots were robots. And yes. it's almost like even in the narrative uh identity of the show Evangelion, Hideaki Anno is saying the robots are not important the it's people like even the robots are people and they're inhabited yes. by souls and and you're inhabited by souls like it's it was almost as if it was constantly pulling the rug out from under your the audience in terms of their expectations of the genre itself mm-hmm. until finally it, it coalesces in these last two episodes that are like fucking sh- stop don't even worry about the robots <laughs> Don't worry about it
2: yeah it's not yeah. the main thing <laughs> uh,
0: I want to I say since since we're we know what is inside of Eva 01 right we've we've come to that conclusion on the podcast
2: I said it to you I don't think Nick Nick took his headphones oh. off for that oh yeah you told me to take my headphones
1: off you want me to do it again
0: no oh, I mean, yes, also, we could. Uh, yeah throw your microphone okay. away too
1: uh,
2: hey do you well, want no, to know no,
0: something th- awesome Matt
2: oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Wait. never mind. he's back <laughs> I'm back. Oh,
0: he's back. He's back. Take off your headphones, because okay. I don't. You haven't said this explicitly. Yeah. The sound of the Eva shouting. Uh huh. Is the voice actress slowed down? That's fucked. It's that's insane. You, it's yeah. her voice, the mom's voice, screaming regular, and then they slow it down to make it sound like that. Yeah. That's in,
2: that's in, I mean that's incredible. That's um,
0: fucking incredible. That.
2: I mean, this is something. I mean, we should see if Nick knows. All right, let's
0: find out of it. Put yeah. on your headphones, Nick. Put on your headphones.
2: Is it so? Is that something
1: that was in the episodes that like it was available for, or is this a was this a spoiler that Matt heard?
0: So it is a spoiler that Matt heard, but it is in the episode it should be available okay, to so you now yeah
1: so it's maybe yeah. just something that i that i that i well well what is it and then i'll see if I, i'll i'll tell you if i Well, what, I what do you think it.
0: what like what do you think the eva the purple eva is what do you think it is
1: eva 01 yeah um big robot
0: nick okay. we want to share something cool with
1: you yeah, I, I assumed it uh, like I I didn't know if it was I assumed that 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 they were all like clones of Adam, right? Or just or meant to be some sort of, you know, they were all like uh, derived from from Adam in some way. But that, uh, based on your, your facial reactions, it seems like that's maybe not what's going on.
0: No, that. Wait. So I'm sorry. I was trying to pull up a, a, a YouTube video so that I could demonstrate the thing. If you got the right answer, okay, which you did, but there's more to it, right, Matt?
2: Yeah, there. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're, we're at the end of the show. There, there are souls bound to these, correct? Like, because like that's part of the whole thing with like having the dummy plug and having a a, a um. Uh, uh one of the children in the sort of plug suits, anyways, to uh to sort of jump start the Evas to have a soul piloting it. Uh but they have a soul within them anyway, and there's a specific soul for the Eva 01. Is that correct, Heather? Yes. Yes.
1: Oh, okay. And that's somewhere that's in the that's in the episodes.
2: Yeah, there's a yes. certain point where Gendo speaks to one. Mm-hmm speaks to an Eva and calls it something I must have missed that what what is it can i say heather yeah go ahead his dead wife yui okay he's he he's talking to one of the evas i think in episode uh maybe 24 or something 23 24 uh yeah. was in the last set of episodes uh uh that that we released um and her soul is bound to eva01 uh because of the experiment that failed uh or uh succeeded i it dep- i guess i don't know if it was a 100% of failure she did pass in in, in the in the in the uh in the experiment um but because of the fallout of that her soul is bound to eva01 so i remember the
1: line where he's yeah. talking to yui but I assumed it was. It was like I didn't realize that was direct. I yeah. didn't realize that was like I'm directing this towards the Eva, and yeah. because that's who this is, thought I thought he was thought talking, he was talking more. Yeah, more sort of metaphorically. Once yeah. the Human Instrumentality Project occurs, that we will reunite. Yeah, and uh, Heather just told me
2: something really cool. Uh huh.
0: Well, the voice We're actress. We're twice, but the voice actress for uh, Shinji's mom was also the voice actress for Ray. Uh, and uh, she, the sound of the Eva screaming is his mother screaming, and then pitched down and slowed down. So it's her screaming, mm-hmm. high pitched, like horror, and then they just slow it down so it becomes that. So it and
1: this is this is not subtle in terms of returning to the womb. And yeah. then eventually, like realizing that I can escape the womb, and I, yeah. that and that the womb is actually a trap. Like that's like seems pretty overt.
2: And yeah, even in this one, in in twenty five, there's a point where Shinji is talking about why he pilots to Eva, and um, uh, you know, he gives his answer for that and stuff. He's he's wrestling with uh, that concept, and he asks, he like says, "Mother." He's like tell me mother or something like that, right? Like yep, he like yep. he addresses his mom. So he's like mm. sort of partly aware of it also. Uh maybe not uh as directly as Gendo is, but he sort of gets the sense too. Because he remember he smells he has this the he knows what the blood smells like, I think. Right? Or that that yes. was Ray. yeah, he's like I he's like oh it smells like uh smells like Ray, but if it smells like Ray it probably smells like mom yeah. too. This shows crazy, man. Do you guys yeah, want to they you, were smoking?
0: You guys want to see or hear the the voice uh pitched to its original yeah, record? Yeah.
2: So this is it pitched up.
0: That's that's her just screaming regular. Yeah. Wow. I don't it's really know. upsetting. It's really upsetting.
2: I guess I, ha- I have a big question. Great, and I don't know if I mean because I, I on paper I think I do understand. I understand what the instrumentality project, the human instrumentality project, is, yes. uh, and that is uh, after uh, after the EVAs are done, or after the yeah. um, after the angels are gone, and the, there's no more use for the EVAs. Um, mm-hmm. The human instrumentality project is. Uh, a project that it sort of unites everyone on Earth mm-hmm. within a, the same consciousness. Yep. So everybody becomes one, and then there is peace and no more uh, suffering or pain or anything like that.
0: Yeah, yep. But... What's the- okay, great.
2: My I guess my question is, why he do that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> not
2: necessarily why but like i i i guess so the world is just done like the, the in theory right like the physical world is done and everyone's consciousness everybody has to figure this out on their own sort of right like um like have we all seen the end of lost yeah. Okay. So,
1: I mean, I've just seen the end. I've seen the pilot and the end.
2: Okay. uh You're uh, a <laughs> that lunatic. True? That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, at the, at the end of Lost, the
3: season season six. <laughs> I don't the have time to
2: unpack that. fucking <laughs> shit I have ever heard in my life.
1: Well, I heard it was a crazy ending, so I want to see what happens
2: Yeah, it is crazy, but it's crazy because of. Uh six seasons before all of it. Yeah. Um I don't but- want to
1: commit to all that.
2: <laughs> uh I rewatched it last year. It's maybe my favorite. Yeah. It's it's my Evangelion. It's my favorite yeah. TV show. I I love yeah. it. Wow. Um and it's something that I, I think about often. Uh and um just as like a as a complete story, and uh, I, I, I get in uh, you know, spirited debates about the show. Um in in the final episode of the show the final season sort of introduces a new thing called Flash Sideways, which is not a uh, forward or backward in time, but it's uh, it sort of presents it as an alternate reality, um, a, a sort of uh, a human instrumentality project of its own, if you will. Uh, and mm-hmm. so you see characters that you know well uh, and that you know that know each other um, interacting with each other in different ways. Um, and then at the final episode, you realize that they're actually in a... Um, a middle stage of the afterlife. Uh, They're in a purgatory of sorts uh, where they're all starting to then remember their past. Um, And then we were like, Oh, okay. Now I remember this is good. Now that I remember my past and my my true um, the true nature of my life and my uh, uh, what I've experienced, I can move on to the next stage of this. And so the final uh, episodes of the show are get our characters who are remembering helping other characters remember so they can all move on together. Uh, mm. And I guess I'm bringing this up because that sort of is. Uh, In my mind, what the human instrumentality project is, and how Shinji experiences it, where he goes to um, the different genre of anime, and then it's like, oh, it can just be whatever. And then they're like, yeah, you fucking get it. Like, great. Now you're just here. (laughs) Uh, And so now they're all, so now everyone that experiences that goes to where they go, and they're like, oh, good, you showed up, you figured it out, congratulations. You're no longer tied to your physical form or or, or, uh, there's no pain and suffering here. Uh, You've you've, you've died sort of an ego death and a physical death, and Mm -hmm. you are now part of the same consciousness as us all. I don't know if that's a question, I don't know if I had a question or if I was just talking that out for myself, Um, but uh, that's what it reminded me of, kind of. And I wonder if they've seen Evangelion. I would certainly hope that they would have uh, when they were making a a show that asks questions like that.
0: You really you really wonder every time you watch anything in the last like 20 years, if the person has seen Evangelion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, now that I've seen it, uh, it's certainly something uh, that uh, when I saw Nope, I texted Heather. I was like, hey, you've seen this, right? (laughs) (laughs) there's some stuff in this Uh, and now it's just something that i I, I am i'm dialed into um sure but i guess yeah i guess my question is is, is something that we won't ever actually know um is that like that's just what it is now right like that's just like what What? what, how do you get uh, like what actually happens to you? Uh, it, what happens to the characters it, as they get into the into the project, or you know, into this shared consciousness? Like, I I, just, I guess, gotta, cause it's watch like, I guess yeah, gotta, gotta watch, watch the, the movie. Yeah, you gotta watch the movie. You gotta watch the movie. Gotta watch the
0: movie. So this
2: is like, okay. So this is like acutely addressed, kind of like uh, yes. We'll, okay, okay,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Because I'm I'm still like Gendo. What you doing? What's going on
1: here, yeah. Gendo? You fucking freak. Well, We'll watch the movie. All our questions will be answered. <laughs> uh, we won't have to think about uh, this again. We'll be not. all set.
2: But that's sort of what <laughs> is sort of a, reminding a, a me of, of Lost also. A lot questions will be answered.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have
1: <laughs> lo- closure. We'll be set. <laughs> we can move on.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we certainly won't be disturbed the by anything we you see.
0: Just like watching it over and over again and being like, I need that fix. <laughs> I need that Eva again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. I'm very, very excited to watch the movie. I, I, I loved watching this series. I, I wish I'd watched it earlier, but I'm glad that this, uh, this, this show gave us, uh, gave, gave me a motivation to finally watch it. And, and I, I, uh, I'm indebted to you, Heather, for being such an able steward of us uh, through this, uh, yes, through this project. I'm very, very excited to to watch this, uh, watch the finale with you and talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I'm, I'm excited too. We're all gonna watch the movie together. Which is gonna be great, and then immediately record the podcast afterwards. That's so right, if yeah. you've seen the movie before, you know how fun that's gonna be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I'm no, eat I'm some, super I'm eat excited. There,
1: we when we when we see the movie,
0: it's gonna be fucking. I'll probably great.
1: need a bathroom break between the what? movie and the record. Like just a certain. Oh yeah, point, yeah, yeah.
0: You know that of course that we yes. can immediately start. Recording. I yeah,
2: thought okay. you said you were gonna need a bath, and I was like, I don't know why or. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't need to take a we'll full do a Tub bath. stream. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that was it. That's it for our for our uh, get animated watch along of Neon Genesis Evangelion, the TV show. We will be watching the movie for the next episode. Uh, which movie, you might be asking if you're unfamiliar with the series? We'll be watching the movie called The End of Evangelion. There is a recap movie that was released called Death and Rebirth, which was about the characters in sort of a long form deconstruction that was all recap. Just, it it was stuff we'd already seen with a few new sequences of them playing instruments. Uh, so oh. that, yeah, like literally, like the cello. Uh, that is, I think, supplementary material, mm-hmm. but the final like new chunk of Eva is the end of Evangelion film. And then many years later, Hideaki Anno revisits Evangelion with the Rebuild films, of which there are four. Uh, that is not the movie we'll be watching, any of those movies. It's called The End of Evangelion, and it's yeah. available on Netflix and then, well, I don't know, on Torrent? DVD? Yeah, I feel like yeah, it's we'll like our it duty
2: to encourage Blu-ray? piracy now, just the way that things are disappearing from streaming platforms and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I say, <Piracy> I say <laughs> pirate every whatever you need. Yeah. Get yourself uh, the, uh, a Plex server. Yeah
1: to to the fan in Milwaukee who uh, yelled at uh, me to uh, to do the rebuilds on the show. Um, I we might do that at some point in the future, but we're not going to do that right away. Uh, and to anyone else who was just like, "Hey, we uh, you guys should do the rebuilds." We we might do that at some point. We're gonna take a little Eva break, and the ne- we'll ta- we'll tell everyone what the next series we're going to cover on the podcast is. On our next episode, and they'll also be posted online if you want to watch along with that. But what I can say obliquely is that it's a more contemporary series.
0: Nice, <laughs> nice. All right. Well, hey, Matt and Nick. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll see you next week on Get Animate. Hey guys, you got Animate. <laughs> wow. Wow.
1: Congratulations, indeed.